Hello, and welcome to the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed, and I interview and ask questions of a number of subject matter experts who are also owners of small businesses. And I ask about their specialisms, simply to answer questions that are often in our heads, but we never actually ask or get the answer. This week's podcast is about finance for your business. But what do you do when the bank has said no? Well, there are lenders that will help you. And this week, I am joined by Steve Deakin, the Chief Executive of BCRS Business Loans. Based in the Midlands, BCRS help mainly micro and SME business owners to obtain anything from working capital that they might need through to doing a management buyout and anything in between. They're a little different to other lenders. They're a cooperative, pride themselves on being much more relationship and people focused than many others. And they don't base their decisions purely on an algorithm. This, this allows them to be much more flexible in their thinking and their decision making. So I hope you enjoy the podcast and that it inspires you to not feel that there's no way forward if your bank have said no. Hello and welcome to this week's Boardroom Buddies podcast. I'm Jackie Casey and you will know if you've listened to the other podcasts that it's about answering the questions that business owners have. And sometimes these questions that I've come across have been with the Boardroom Buddies mastermind or it might be when I'm out networking and someone tells me about the story that they are ready to expand their business um, or they have a large project to fund but their bank has said no. So today is all about funding, and I'm delighted to welcome Steve Deakin to the podcast. So welcome, Steve. Thanks, Jackie. And Steve is Chief Executive of BCRS Business Loans in Wolverhampton. And today, it's unlikely that you'll hear the chink of glasses or anything like that, because although we're in the cafeteria area in the Science Park at Wolverhampton, the university have broken up for summer, and it's very quiet. So... There shouldn't be too many interruptions. <laughs> okay. So, welcome, Steve, and thank you for joining me. Can we kick off, first of all, just telling us a bit more about BCRS as an organisation? Because I know from um, being a past board member a, a long time ago that my perspective is it's a different kind of loan organisation to that that you'll find on the internet or on the high street. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um BCRS is a community developed finance institution, um, which means we're a not-for-profit institution. We're actually a member-owned cooperative. Oh, yes. And that means we're not driven by shareholder return. Mm-hmm. We're still very commercial and have to make a profit because otherwise we wouldn't <laughs> exist. We can't exist, yeah. But because we're not driven by shareholder return, we can kind of take a different approach to lending. And we can... Our USP really is that we're very people-based lending. Mm. So... We've got um, dedicated business development managers who are all ex-bank trained, mm-hmm. all have banking qualifications. And th- the difference is we can take the time to meet with the customers and really understand what their proposition is. So it's not based on an algorithm. Computer says no credit score. We do obviously have credit policies, but there's some grey in our credit policies so we can really sit down mm-hmm. and work with the business owner, build a proposition and hopefully turn what was a no with a traditional lender into a yes with BCRS. 
Right, okay. And do you kind of offer the same sort of terms and, and things like that that, that uh, you know, a bank might offer? Yes, but so generally term loans like banks would offer, our loans are potentially more expensive than you'd expect a bank loan to be, but our loans are more expensive because they're generally high risk because the banks turn them down. Mm, and I see. compared to some other alternative lenders, in our risk sphere, our loans are actually cheaper. Right. Um, because, again, we've yeah. not got that shareholder profit yeah. to drive. As a not-for-profit, we don't have to get that additional return. Mm-hmm. We, we just grow, have profits to grow and increase the lending we do. Yeah. Um, and it's worth pointing out that the whole ethos of BCRS is um, we absolutely love SMEs. Um, if you went and spoke to my team upstairs, that's the reason mm. all of us have got into it for various reasons. So mm-hmm. I was an ex-auditor and I loved getting in, mm. into the bones mm. of what SMEs did. Yeah. And there's various different stories like that. There's, there's ex-kind of bankers who were frustrated they can't support right, the SMEs yes. they thought should be supported. Through our love of SMEs, we truly believe they're a force of social good. So all our lending is about economic development in the areas that we lend in. Mm-hmm. Um, so effectively, we lend to an SME, it grows, it employs people, those people yeah. put food on their family's table, they also spend money in the local community and there's mm. ongoing economic development in that community. Um, and that's really kind of the ethos of what a CDFI does. Yeah, okay. So do you operate just in the black country or no, how far absolutely do you go? Not. We always say West Midlands and environs. So, <laughs> right. um, so Staffordshire, Stoke, Black Country is a key area for us because it's where our offices are based. Birmingham, Solihull, Worcestershire, Gloucestershire. Do the odd bit in the East Midlands. I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss an area out now, and people from that area will hate me. Um, <laughs> where have I missed? Sounds like the middle part of England. Yes, pretty much the middle <laughs> part of England. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your furthest north and what's your furthest south? So probably furthest north, kind of, we go up into kind of uh, Stoke, Cheshire. Oh, yeah. And then probably furthest south, probably Gloucestershire, I right. would say. We've done the occasional deal in Oxfordshire as well. Mm. But because we're a relationship-based lender, it's really important for us to go out and see the business and see it in action to really understand okay. it. So that kind of limits our geographical coverage to an extent. But as we grow, we will put people in the areas that we lend in. And that local knowledge is really important as well. Right. Because obviously industry is different from region to region. Yeah. And that that shocked me a little bit when I I came to BCRS, how how there are regional disparities in industry and and business behaves differently, but there definitely are differences. Okay, yeah. So just expand on the relationship lending bit that, that's interesting yeah so I kind of say we will we like kind of relationship managers used to be in the banks okay for this kind of level of lending and yeah. there still are brilliant relationship managers in the banks but at the kind of level of lending we do people generally don't get a relationship manager yeah so so what we do effectively is we're kind of hold people's hands to get them through the loan process. Oh, right, um, okay, yeah. And give them advice. I guess one of the proudest things for me is when I'm in the office, and we don't actually get any money from this, but it's a brilliant thing, and a BDM's in, and they'll be taking a phone call from a customer 
given two or three options for pension advisors or yes. an accountant. And it, it's just brilliant that they've, from that one loan transaction, they've got that mm. trusted relationship in there, yeah. that ear to go to yes. for, for the business owners. So, yeah, that's something yeah. we probably don't shout about a lot because it's not what we're selling, but it's, it's a nice added yeah. kind of add-on. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you can't, I suppose, give advice on that. Can you? Because that's not your area. No, and yeah, there's all sorts of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loopholes yeah. and wormholes you'll go down if them yeah, start giving pension advice. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so what sort of thing do people fund then in their businesses? What? Lots of things. Generally, generally, a lot of our loans are kind of for working capital, stroke growth capital. Okay. Yes. So, a customer's got a new order. Yeah. And they need to grow their team to fulfil yeah, that, that order and buy yeah. the kit to fulfil that order or the yeah. stock to fulfil that order. But we also do asset purchases. We've done a number of MBOs, MBIs recently. Oh, right. We've been quite successful in that space. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, actually, that COVID seems to have... mentioned the dreaded COVID. <laughs> COVID seems to have brought some MBOs, MBIs to the forefront. I think right. you've probably got... Business owners who are very proud of their business mm. have, have got through the last two years and thought it's time for me to hand my business on. Being the decent people they are, they, they want to hand it on to yeah. their existing team. Mm-hmm. So we've seen quite a few opportunities in that area. And we're also, we, we quite often work alongside the bank because it's not necessarily a, a complete no from the bank. It might be I see. Okay. we can fund... 50% yeah. of it, could you do the other 50%? Or sometimes it's a property deal and we're, we're from the deposit. Right, okay. Yeah, so we're, we're very, very flexible. And the thing with the bank is um, we're not competition to the bank either, actually, because of why we mm. do what we do. When, when we get a business that goes back into the mainstream banking because they've had two or three years' experience with us, mm. they can now pass the credit score yes. and the credit test yes that's job done for us that's yes. like we absolutely want to get people back into yes. mainstream finance yeah oh, okay all right yeah i've come across quite a lot of people who've you know they've they've got a new they've won a new piece of business but they've got to buy the materials yeah yeah and absolutely. most of the time that's got to be paid for up front yes yeah you know or 30 days you know and, and they just don't have that particularly after covid when you know, everything stopped for yeah. most people. Yeah, and, and credit terms seem to have tightened, which hasn't helped. And no, well, yeah. it's the state of play at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So, so, how or can you explain a bit more about the application process for uh, someone in that position? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, most applications either come through direct applications, come either through the phone or um, or onto the website. Um, there's some very simple initial questions that will field whether it's right. something worth looking at or on not. On the website? Yes. Because oh. what we also like to make sure we do is if it's going to be a no, we want to tell the business no as soon as possible. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than being... Yeah. ...having the decision prolonged for a month and a half and then it being a no. And yeah. Yeah. you're a month and a half down the line and... Yeah. ...you've got the same decision that you could have had on day mm-hmm. one. If after those few questions it looks like it's a viable proposition for us and something we could work with. Um, one of our business development team will get in touch, talk through the proposition, ask a few more questions that could mm. turn it into an, a no early on. But generally we work to try and make it a yes. And then if it looks like it's going to be definitely mm. be in the yes camp, we arrange to go out 
meet the person, right. gather some more information, mm. and then go through our mm. credit process from there. Yeah, yeah. I think when you start to think about loan applications, you know, your your brain freezes because of the complexity of most of them. So how do you help? Because you said earlier that you, you kind of support your yeah, so, potential clients through it. So our, our application form's fairly straightforward. Because we've got the relationship-based approach mm. and you'll have the direct phone number for the business development manager who's dealing with you, not right. just okay. a kind of a generic switchboard. <laughs> switchboard. <laughs> yeah. um, they're always there at the end of the phone to help. We also might bring in advisors as and when we think you need advisors, but most people have got pretty decent advisors, so it's just mm-hmm. saying mm. you need a cash flow forecast, go yeah. to them and get a cash flow forecast. It actually amazes me how many businesses, once we've got them to do a cash flow forecast, then actually realise how useful a cash flow forecast is. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's probably one of the most vital tools, yeah, isn't it? Cash is kind of the reality yeah. of everything. Yeah, I, um, I advocate that with all of my clients, that they, you know, if they, even however simple it is, having a cash flow can be so informative and can give you so much information to make decisions to prevent you from, you know, making the wrong one, but also to help you plan yeah, for the future. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it can show you where those kind of squeeze points are going to be. Yeah, And yeah. if you know about them in advance, you've then got time to go out and try and get yeah. finance to support those squeeze points or slow mm. down or yeah. make whichever decision you need to make mm-hmm. yeah. um, to, to make that business decision the yeah. right business decision. Yeah, okay. Brilliant, that sounds really good. I think that um, most people who are in that position of, you know, where do I go next, might not know, is it something that, can they find you on the internet and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, we're, um, we're pretty high up on the Google searches. We'd right, like to be okay. higher, but we, we're a small organisation and yeah. certain other organisations have more money to spend yeah. on making sure they're at the top of a beta search, but <laughs> <laughs> they should remain nameless. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Um, yeah, and the, the other thing I'd recommend is there's obviously we get a lot of our introductions through introducers so through um what's known as finance brokers and there's some really good ones out there i I won't know names because we (laughs) use quite a lot of them and i don't want to have favorites perhaps go to the nacfb website which is the federation for brokers because what they will do is and i'm I'm not trying to put people off coming to bcs of course come to bcs but they've got a whole of market perspective so that's the NACFB. CFB. That's their kind of national okay. federation, and that will give you a list of brokers in your, your area. Mm-hmm. But what the broker will do is quite often build a package of mm-hmm. finance for you. So they might put some invoice discounting in, or asset finance might be mm-hmm. appropriate, along with a term loan right. from us. But they've got the whole of market approach, which is really useful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not to say don't come to us because we were doing an amazing job. So you'd pick well. up the phone and help someone yes. anyway. Yeah. yeah. What other things do I mean? You mentioned the cash flow a little while ago. What other things, if a, a you know business owner is thinking about getting some funding or applying for it, what else do they need? So kind of the the, the standard things. Well, it probably isn't standard things if you're not in the world of finance. So historical accounts, fairly up to date management accounts. We're also look at the owner's personal finance record. Right. We get them to do a credit search so it doesn't leave a mark on their credit history. We then use some things internally now which actually make the burden a bit less. So 
we used to need six months bank statements, mm-hmm. but now we use um, an open banking login, which will get those six months bank statements automatically. So mm-hmm. it saves the business owner yeah. having to trawl through and find six months worth yeah. of bank statements. Yeah. And, and then really our, our business development people will kind of sit down and talk through the business. Mm-hmm. A lot of lenders insist on a business plan, but actually, have you ever seen a bad business plan? Mm-hmm. True. Mm-mm. Yeah. So we kind of build that business plan and don't put people to the expense and the time resource in putting that business plan together unnecessarily. Mm. We kind of build our business plan through our application. Right. And that's what we're assessed the business yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. So in a way, you're kind of developing that, that future plan. Yeah. And I, I think, Incorporating the business loan. I think quite often it kind of... The process probably helps people think about their business because yeah. the questions yeah. we're asked that, might yeah. be, you know, we might ask a question about, you know, customer concentration. Or are you too reliant on one customer? It's it's brilliant when you're a business yes. person. You kind of think, oh, we've got this brilliant mm. blue chip customer, but actually, someone asking you that question might make you think, actually, I should probably not put all my eggs in one basket because <laughs> yeah. if they suddenly change their minds. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a lot of troubles. So I think we ask some quite good searching questions mm. that probably help the business owner think yeah. about differently about their business because we all know mm. in the day-to-day of your own business it's someone else coming in asking that yeah. really obvious common sense question mm. that yeah. you're too involved in the detail to actually mm. come up with yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, and we find that in the mastermind group as well. That quite often it's a discussion with one of the business owners that we're having that leads another one to say, oh, hang on a minute, I'll just realise then that I need to do something about that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah. yeah, great. That has been really interesting. So, BCRS Business Loans, Wolverhampton, how do they get in touch? Just online or...? So, online's probably best. Um, okay. www.bcrs.org.uk Okay, lovely. Yeah, and that will have all all the details. It will yeah. also have the phone number if you'd rather pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, please do get in touch and we do everything we can to turn a no into a yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Thanks, Steve. Really appreciate that. Okay, thank Thanks you. for joining me. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.